Finding Happy, Seven Steps to Relationships That Will Not Steal Your Joy is the new book by me, Nikita Banks, a licensed psychotherapist and life strategist. Leverage the knowledge you'll receive in this book to help you with the process of obtaining absolute clarity through the use of guided self-exploration. This process is necessary to help you master all your relationships in 2019 and beyond. Go on Amazon.com or BlackTherapistPodcast.com and grab your copy of the book guaranteed to help you redesign all your relationships based on two basic principles, health and happiness. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Black Therapist Podcast. The Black Therapist Podcast is a podcast where we discuss the unique issues people of color face when dealing with mental health issues and mental health diagnosis. Now, if you are new to our show, I am your host, author, life strategist, and psychotherapist, Nikita Banks, in private practice in my hometown of Brooklyn, New York. I am available for both psychotherapy and coaching sessions, and you can find more information about that on my website, NikitaBanks.com. You can listen to our podcast everywhere podcasts are found, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Pippa, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and BlackTherapistPodcast.com. If you are a mental health advocate or therapist and you want to buy our podcast merchandise, you can do so by visiting our site. And if you want access to our free mental health tips, free online trainings, discounted selective services, and resources, do so by joining our mailing list by texting "get happy" all one word to six six eight six six. If you love the podcast, please like, comment, and share. We love to hear from you. And if you want to send me some feedback, guest suggestions, or simply to say hey, you can contact us at our website, BlackTherapistPodcast.com. Please be mindful that this episode and all of the information that we provide here is just a resource and a tool to help get you started on your mental health journey. If you are feeling any mental health distress or you are having any significant issues, please feel free to reach out to us so that we can find you a mental health provider in your area. Okay, let's go. Hey guys. So I absolutely like was not even going to do a show tonight. My brain is so all over the place with so much things, so many things that I have going on. Um, I had a few events this weekend, some things I was supposed to do today. And I was just like, man, I can't be everything to everybody. So I basically stayed in bed. And after watching Game of Thrones tonight, I was like spent. It took me an hour and a half to watch it because I watch it on demand. Um, And I kept stopping every five minutes. But, um, you know, we're coming to the end of our season I'm going to start to see if I can get some new content for you guys for the next few weeks, but I'm drained. I'm all talked out. Um, I have done a lot with this podcast over the last two, three seasons, and we're going into the fourth, and I kind of want to come back fresh after a few weeks, months, however long it's going to take. I have turns out what 26 episodes this season so far and we're gonna do at least another 20 25 before the season is over so I want to take a few weeks off and it's May May is mental health awareness month it is Mother's Day is coming my son's graduating from school I have so many things that I have going on launching the the new course and getting getting my um shop site up so 
Yeah, there's that. First of all, I want to shout out all of our international listeners. We are international. Um, we have listeners in our top, I'll say our top 10 countries. Right now, we have listeners from about 30 countries, which is amazing to me because I don't even speak some of these languages. But we want to shout out United States, Canada, United Kingdom, South Africa, Germany, Australia, Republic of Korea or South Korea, Kenya, Ecuador, and Jamaica. Okay. And so I just want to shout you guys out. If you like the show and you listen, please share it with your friends. Uh, leave me a review or a response on wherever you, you know, you listen to it so that other people know that this is great content. Somebody left me a comment recently and said that I talk too much in the beginning and they just want me to get straight to the point. If you are listening to the replays, any single where that you listen to it, you could fast forward past all of my updates and you let you know what goes on between with me and what's going on in my life. Um, but hell, Wendy does it. Dr. Oz does it. Everybody talks about whatever they got going on. So you got to sit through the church announcements in order to get to the sermon. Amen. Okay. <laughs> so this week I got an email and I'm really just here to answer this email. But, um, and so I'm going to read the back and forth. Okay. So I got two emails from this person and then I responded in the middle and I'm just going to give the answer here so she said I came across your video you made about a year ago speaking on mental health with the dream catcher group shout out to Tiffany Aliche the budget nista um, if you guys don't know Tiffany is a, a financial expert and she's just a all around badass chick um, but I've, I've done a lot of classes with her group the dream catchers and we did a mental health chat a few like three or four in there so um I guess she's one of the listeners from there but she said I came across your video you made about a year ago speaking on mental health with the dream catcher group I like your personality thank you and decided to reach out I know this is a stretch but I'm hoping for uh some possible direction for a while now, I've been telling myself I need to talk to someone about my state of mind. There are so many terminologies and different specializations. I just really don't know where to start to find help. I'm currently unemployed, which seems to happen at least once a year. I have a, you know, a child under five, limited, with little or no support. And I'm questioning everything about who I am past traumas and pain on top of trying to get my finances in line. I am not trying to give you a stop story, just some insight into my current stage. I tried searching for a specific set of par parameters to no avail. I am looking for some guidance. Okay. So there's a few things that I want to break down in this particular email that she said. Number one, she talked about her being unemployed and unemployment should not be a barrier to you getting mental health help I have a free course and I think I talked about this in a dream catcher group because it's a financial group but I have a free course if you guys are interested in it if you know someone who's interested in it and it goes through all of the steps of a therapeutic session for how to find a therapist who will take your insurance whether it's state insurance um, most providers in the country now have to take Medicaid and Medicare. I have to take it in my office. I just don't know how to bill it. So I, I very rarely take um, clients with those insurances. But if you need a referral to people who take those insurances, you can contact me. You can contact Psychology Today. You can contact the insurance companies. Many of them in the state of New York here, they have managed mental health plans. That means that if you have United Health 
Medicare, Medicaid, you can have Blue Cross Blue Shield, Medicaid, the health plan. So the Blue Cross Blue Shield part is where you would call in to find out who takes it. But pretty much everybody takes Medicaid. Um, I'm going to back up and say that's not actually true. Not every therapist, like a, a private practice, small mental health practitioner like myself takes Medicaid. But most big places take it hospitals state hospitals city-run hospitals in your your city so you should be able to find one of the bigger clinics that will take state aid if you have it so that's the first thing um the second thing is that also in the course i take you through the intake process what to expect during your first session but i also give you free and low-cost ways that you can get therapy so i i do take eap programs and what an eap stands for is an employee assistance program some people get to come to me for up to three to eight sessions i had one client she had like 10 sessions i mean that's not common but she's her plan was from the uk but she was in america and she saw me here but you can get up to plenty of free sessions with that or at least enough to get you started on a plan then there's an organization called NAMI National Organization for Mental Illness and they have free and low cost therapy all across the country and it's a national organization so they have stuff every single place in different in in all all of the, the 50 states or 51 52 I don't know how many states but every every state's need in the union I'm tired y'all um, so there's that. But if you sign up for the free course, you can text get happy all one word to six, six, eight, six, six. And let me know that you want that free course. Um, that course should be delivered to you. You'll be enrolled in it and you could take it. It's free. Ninety nine. It doesn't cost anything. But the reason that I did it is for people who are either newly diagnosed or struggling and you need some mental health help. You'll be able to get it. Um, so there's that. There are so many terminologies and different specializations. You don't really have to worry about that. If you're looking for a therapist and you think that you may de- be depressed, allow your therapist to tell you what specialties that they believe are going to be able to assist you. There are a lot of specializations. There are a lot of different modalities and, and treatment methods that people will be able to use to help you. But that just means that there are just multiple ways to be able to assist you. Yes, there are some ways that are better than others based on evidence-based practice methods, but the problem with evidence-based practice methods for people of color is that we don't make up a lion's share of the research. So uh, even though they may have something that they say works with depression on all people, a small sampling of that research will probably be effective on us. And so Finding somebody that's culturally competent, that's willing to assist you, that's willing to help you, that's going to listen to your problems and diagnose what the issues are and be able to assist you is the best bet. Like you don't really have to worry about finding somebody who has a specialization or terminology. You just want to find somebody who you think may get you and go with them. Also, therapists are people too. I have clients that come to me who don't like me. I have clients that come to me who love me. I don't keep anybody that don't want to be kept because it's not my healing, it's theirs. And you have to have the proper connection with somebody in order to 
to, to facilitate the healing and get what you need from your session. So if you decide that you want to go to somebody or you call somebody and you ask them for an intake session or you ask them some questions or whatever, you don't feel that connection. Don't give up on getting yourself help because you are the one that needs it. Okay. Um, she says she has limited and little support. That's kind of hard with me especially with a child under five I know what that's like from a personal level however when people come into my office and they bring children it's really difficult for me to get into the meat and potatoes of like what's going on because that time is not their own and you have to kind of try to find some way to make a, a investment in yourself in order to get the time that you need to focus on your healing as they say, when you get on a plane, if you're traveling with old people and children, if you guys have listened to this show, you've heard this before, you got to put your own mask on first, right? Because if you are incapacitated and you are not in a place that you'll be able to assist yourself, you cannot assist them. And so what you really have to do is try to find some time in your day, in your schedule to, to invest in your wellness and your healing. Okay. The situation with you being unemployed, I mean, everybody has a downtime. We've all been unemployed. I've been unemployed. I've been underemployed. I've I've struggled a lot when it came to those things and just trying to find my way in the world. I think a lot of us go through that where we just don't know what our purpose is and being fired from a couple of jobs. Miss <clears throat> Banks has <laughs> been fired. Um, how many times I've been? I think I've only been fired really one time, really. But, you know, that loss it let me know, you know what, this is not the place that I need to be and that God God will create a lane and a space for you to be the person that you need to be and he will create a space and a lane for you to invest your time wisely in the things that you need to do that will propel you to your passion. So if you will let go from that job, if you are, are not no longer at that job for whatever reason, it's probably because that wasn't the path that your life needed to take, Okay. So then I responded and I asked her, you know, let's just break down some of the issues piece by piece and make a plan. And then she asked me, where would you like me to start? Uh, she believed her overall issue is inadequacy. Ooh, that's a mouthful. I think what made me feel, well, I'm sorry. I think what made me really take focus on my mental health was and is my child's father and my daughter. That relationship was and is toxic for me. I question myself about myself all the time. If I'm a good person, how did I allow myself to be with someone so toxic that I am not a good mother? Why I don't have strong relationships with my family and my friends? What is my purpose? What is wrong with me? Why am I the way that I am? With me being recently unemployed, I stress and think about everything that has happened in my life and why I feel like I'm barely keeping my head above water. Honestly, two weeks ago, I believe I was in a state of depression. I didn't want to leave my home, but wanted to be somewhere other than I, where I was. I didn't want anyone to bother me. And if I was laid up on the couch, if and if I wasn't out, I was laid up on the couch or in my bed. All I want is for my daughter to grow into a beautiful person inside and out, a strong sense of who she is and love for herself. I want to live life and not just exist. I want to be happy and be firm in who I am. I want balance. Is that too much to ask in life? I'm going to try not to cry. No, no, it's not too much to ask in life. It's, it's just the right things to be asking in life. No, that's what we all want. We all want balance. We all want 
to be happy. We all want to do more than just exist. That's what we all want to do. But the problem is, is that we all don't have the the tools to do that with what we we've gotten. A lot of us watched our mothers and fathers struggle through life. A lot of us watched our parents do things just because it was was their obligatory duties to do so or they were obliged to do so or obligated to do so, but not because they wanted to. So you can make other choices. You just need the proper support and the proper information. And that's what most of us are lacking. I could have wrote this email to somebody like me 15 years ago because I was in a toxic relationship with my son's dad and I was struggling with trying to be a better mother and, and not being able to get out of bed. Like I've been completely transparent on this show. I've been where you, where you are, but sitting on this side of it, I know that there's a way out of it. I know that, that, that more is coming to you. If you actually truly believe that more is coming to you, and you continue to fight for the information and the support that you need to get there. You just don't have the proper information right now. You don't have the proper support right now. And let's talk about belief. A lot of us say, oh, I believe that I'm greater than this. or I believe that I deserve more than this. But it's not our conscious belief. Sometimes it's our conscious belief is just hope. We hope that we're better than this. And we hope that we deserve more than this. But our conscious beliefs are really the things that that keep us going. It's our unconscious beliefs and our belief systems that continue us on doing the same things, hoping to get different results. So what we have to do is we have to find us a professional to help us examine and get in and call up all inside your thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are in alignment with your unconscious or subconscious belief systems that are driving the decisions that you make that are unhealthy. And a lot of us aren't willing to make that step. A lot of us aren't willing to take that step. And the reason that we aren't willing to take that step, and I'm not talking about you, and this is not a just judgment, this is the observation. The reason that a lot of us aren't willing to take that step is because a lot of us don't know that we can ask for help and help is actually going to come. A lot of us aren't seeking the guidance from the people that we need because we're allowing stigma and we're allowing community and we're allowing other people to dictate what it is that we do. My relationship with my son's dad was very toxic, but my relationship with my father was very toxic. And a lot of us do what feels familiar. The love that I got or, or, or didn't get from my son's dad felt very familiar to me. It felt better to me at times than being with somebody who was loving and who was healthy and who was functional because I just wasn't used to it. It mimicked the love that I got from my dad. It mimicked the love that I got from my mother. And it's, it's shameful to say that I, I went seeking the things that I got from these people who were broken people who broke me down. And so there was parts of me that was attracted to the brokenness in him and the familiarity of it. But family and familiar have the same root words. And that's no coincidence. 
So a lot of us go for what is familiar because it is what has been instilled in us in our family of origin. Now, I'm, that's not saying anything about your your mother or your father or your caregivers because I don't know anything about, about you. But I'm just saying this is what I know in, in terms of what I do. So the first thing that you have to do is start to challenge your belief systems. One good thing that you, that you can do and I'm going to reach out to this person on my own. I don't want to give her information, but I'm reach out to her on, on her her own and try to provide her some of my resources. I told you guys I'm starting this course, Finding Happy Seven Steps to Relationships That Will Not Steal Your Joy. It's based on my, my book that's available on Amazon. It's available if you want it from me. You can DM me. I'll send you the book, whatever. But in the book, I examine these limiting beliefs that you have in the book there there are workbooks and there are questions and you have to ask yourself the the questions that are necessary to explore the reasons why you do what you do because it's just an unconscious decision that you make every single day that we don't know that we're making Another thing is, is a lot of us don't know that we are making a choice in the first place. A lot of us do a lot of things because we feel like we don't have no other choice, but we always do. So finding a professional in your area that can help you sort through that would would be perfect. That'd be a perfect place to start. And I will help you do that. Okay. The question that I have about the relationship with the child father and it, is it being toxic? For me, I always go first to safety. If he doesn't present a safety risk to you and your daughter, I think that you just kind of have to set up some boundaries in place. If I'm, I mean, it doesn't say whether she's still in this relationship with him or not. I don't know. But you have to decide if this is behavior that you want to continue to engage in. And you have to decide how to limit access to you, not necessarily your daughter, if he's a good dad or if he's around and he does what he needs to do and he provides you with support and he loves her. Um, but you're not going to be able to insulate her for, for too, too long with who from who he is outside of the fact that she's she's very young. And that's a good thing. Um, I question myself all the time if I'm a good person and how did I allow myself to be with someone so toxic? Yes, you're a good person. You make you make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We do what we know how to do until we can do better. Like, it's really just that simple. That I am not a good mother. I don't know that you're not a good mother, and I don't I don't believe that you're not a good mother. I believe that you can probably put yourself in a better position to allow your daughter to be a a bigger center in your life right now but right now you have to focus with the with the things that you need like shelter and and safety and money and your you know your brain power getting your your mentality in the right place so that you know what you're doing but I'm pretty sure you're taking care of what you got to take care of I've, I've felt that just like I'm not good enough to be the kind of mother that my, my son needed. I felt that. And I recently had a conversation with him where I asked him that. I was like, you know, did you know we were struggling? Or did you know that we were doing as bad as it was? Like, I didn't feel like he should have known because <laughs> he got everything he wanted. Like, I, I busted my behind and he was like, I did know. 
yes I noticed he was like but I also think that you think it was bad it was worse than it was he was like I'm not stupid so I did see certain things but like I don't really feel like it was as bad as you, as you think it was and it really it really made me feel good to know that he knew that I did my best and your daughter's gonna know I'm getting all emotional that your daughter's gonna know that you're doing your best you have the desire to to ask for more you have the desire to ask for the support that you need and so it's gonna get better and your baby is so little like there's there's some time for you to get up off the couch but you know listen to some of my old older shows you'll hear especially frustrated mother <laughs> you will hear I have my days I've had my time but we all go through our days this is what being being a human being and, and finding ourselves in a human condition is we are going to have our times where we are going to struggle but those things build muscle it builds character you are asking for help okay um I'm going to reach out to her behind the scenes and I'm going to see if there's any way that I could provide any more support from her. If you are under the sound of my voice and you, I always say under the sound of my voice, like, can you be under the sound? That don't even go, that don't even sound right. But if you can hear my voice and you are struggling with some of these things that we talked about today, uh, I will have some resources coming up very, very soon for you guys the course is going to open again which is why I got to take some time off but the course is going to open again I'm not really sure if it's going to open in June or July but I want to get it up and running pretty soon I mean it's already May so it'll probably be up and running somewhere between you know the end of June and the beginning of July if you have already signed up to our mailing list you will hear information about that I really hope you guys join I, I try to develop content, like I've said before, so that I could provide therapeutic services or at least the information and the support that I know that I needed when I was when I was at the same place as this this listener. And so I just want you guys to understand that you can do anything your mind. Your mind tells you that you can do, but you got to get the information. Like a lot of us are battling against generational curses. A lot of us are battling against the self-doubt of others. A lot of us are battling against narratives that have been put in our heads and not even our own thoughts. And so in order to combat those things, you need to have somebody that's willing to go through the fire and walk through the fire with you. And that's what these, these programs that I'm developing is going to help you do. And I don't have to do this. Like I don't. I don't, my, I don't, I'm not worried about my finances, really. I'm not worried about my future, really. But this is a passion of mine because I want to provide people with the resources that I wish I had and the information that I wish I had when I was wasting away in my 20s and my early 30s and trying to figure out life on my own and being with people and, and telling my friends who were in the same boat that I was in and, you know, struggling for struggle's sake. Like, I, I want to tell you guys that there's greater after this and you can do anything that you put your mind to but first you have to have the right information and second you have to have the right support 
And so if there's anybody else who's listening, as long as you guys send me the emails, I'm going to keep doing these shows at least to ask answer the emails. I'm going to just do that if nothing else. If you send me an email, you shoot me an email, then I will there'll be a show next week. How about that? But if I don't get any emails, I'm going to take the next two weeks off because I got the graduation and I really just kind of right now I need to like settle my own mind. Thank God I'm back in therapy. I've been to I go to therapy every week. Usually y'all see me on jump on the live to tell y'all that I'm doing the other live on Black Therapist Podcast. This week we're doing a live uh, Thursday at 3 p.m. And it's going to be called Woman's Work. It's about changing your roles when you're a woman in your in your relationships and how to find a role that defines you and that benefits you. And so I, I talk about these things and I've just been kind of negotiating, going over some of the content that's in the book and letting you guys know what we have have available um, and what we have coming up. OK, so. I want you guys to have a great week. Join us Thursday at 3 p.m. on Black Therapist Podcast Instagram page. We're going to go live. If you have any questions about that, you could drop me some comments on the IG page. Uh, email me at blacktherapistpodcast at gmail or email me at inbanks, like in banks <laughs> at nikitabanks.com. And for all my listeners, be well. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Once again, you can follow us on all our social media sites at Black Therapist Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as Black in Therapy on Facebook. Or you can follow your host, me, Miss M-S-N-I-K-I Banks on Instagram and Twitter, as well as you can find out any information about me at Nikita, N-I-K-I-T-A Banks.com and on the show's website, Black Therapist podcast.com and don't forget if you want to send us any general feedback show suggestions uh, show topics or guest ideas please feel free to drop us an email at blacktherapistpodcast at gmail.com thank you be well